The Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast is made possible in part by a generous gift from Set Apart to Serve, the church work recruitment initiative of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Many church workers always knew they wanted to serve in Christ's church, but many pastors, teachers, and other full-time church workers left careers to pursue this life of service. If you or a friend have been praying and thinking about a second career as a church worker, the Set Apart to Serve team wants to help. Visit kfuo.org SAS to learn more. listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. It is a hymn sing with Sarah Day. Oh, it's been a little while. I think you're right. I don't actually remember the last one of these I did. Well, let's do one. It, it may have been before LWML, oh, which wow. feels like a really long time ago. Okay. It has been. Yeah, because I haven't done one yet since we came okay. back. So. It's yeah. time. It yes. is time. And it's also spooky season. This <laughs> is really fun. <laughs> and it is end of the church year season, which mm-hmm. is, can we say that that's like the church's spooky season? Is that is that appropriate? That might be inappropriate. <laughs> it's However, good to consider these things. It is spooky <laughs> in that when you do all those end of the world readings, they give you goosebumps. So yes. I'll allow it. It's, it's true. It might just be a little too light a term mm. for for the end of the church year, but yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels really, really appropriate though for some spiritual warfare ammo mm, yes. TM in our hymnody. And we also just had, well, not, I guess it's not just anymore, but we passed St. Michael and All Angels Sunday mm. several weeks ago now. Okay. But that is also like the devil gets completely defeated, which is, <laughs> I feel like, part of this season as well. So, and that's actually sort of what inspired this episode <laughs> because I love St. Michael and All mm. Angels. And at mm. the same time, I had a lot of my friends just dealing with a lot of stuff, like a lot of spiritual warfare kind of stuff. Okay. Hard things happening in their lives. And so I was telling a couple of my friends, like, sometimes I just yell at the devil out loud, like, go away, Satan. You're not the boss of me. I'm baptized, like literally out loud in my house. That's a very Lutheran thing to do. I think Luther did that a lot. He's on record for that. So, yes, I think I have that quote somewhere in here. So those couple of things inspired me to be like, we actually have a couple of hymns where we call the devil out. And then there's Uh just a whole bunch that are really good for when you're feeling especially attacked or like feeling down about stuff or stuff is just really hard. Turns out there is a very long list of hymns that are appropriate for this. Mm -hmm. So that is the premise for this episode. I'm going to throw a little extra theology that I normally do in this episode just because we're talking about like the devil and his minions Mm. and spooky stuff Mm -hmm. that we don't really talk about all that often. So I'm going to throw out a little bit of this and my favorite reading about, that sounds weird, my favorite reading about the devil is St. Michael and All Angels where he gets his butt kicked. So that's uh, Revelation 12, 7 to 12, titled Satan Thrown Down to Earth. Mm. Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. This is totally the fantasy story of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like somebody needs to make a movie Mm -hmm. about this. It's, I think it's, they did. I don't think we officially endorse it. Oh, yeah. then never mind. Never mind. Or yeah. we need to make a better one. That's not here. <laughs> 
And the dragon and his angels fought back and he was defeated and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent who was called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. Mm. So we've got that whole passage about the devil being defeated by St. Michael. And then First Peter 5 verse 8 says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And so we have, I mean, we have these verses, there's all over scripture where we know that demons can physically afflict people. We know that, I mean, we confess the devil, the world, and our sinful nature as things that cause us a whole boatload of trouble Mm -hmm. in our lives here, right? However, the devil is not omnipotent, right? He doesn't know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. He is also a created being, right? And so I think sometimes, at least I know when I was a little kid, I used to think that the devil like knew what I was thinking. And it took me a long time to realize that he doesn't actually know what's in my head. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I picked up the habit of speaking out loud. Because like God knows my thoughts. God knows my prayers. He knows what's in my head. But sometimes you just kind of have to like say it out loud and like tell the devil you are a liar. I am baptized. I am Jesus's. You can go away now. One of my favorite parts of the crucifixion story, like we know the end of what happens in that story, but the devil didn't know that. He mm-hmm. thought he was winning when Jesus went to the cross and then Jesus rose again and he was defeated. What a wallop to the face. I just think that part of the story I never realized when I was a child that like, just because we know the end of the story, mm-hmm. the devil didn't know what was happening and he just got completely lambasted. We also confess that the devil is the accuser, right? That's what his name means. And so we know that he loves to torment us. He loves to accuse us and tempt us. And so it's good to have these things in our brains that we can use when we feel like we're, mm. we're being accused, we're being tempted. It's good to have language readily available in our heads. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of scripture verses for that, right? But there's also hymns that we can memorize, take to heart, and we can sing them out loud. Mm -hmm. And the devil hates to hear us sing things. So Martin Luther's quote on this, when the devil throws our sins up to us and declares we deserve death and hell, we ought to speak thus. I admit that I deserve death and hell. What of it? Does it mean that I shall be sentenced to eternal damnation? By no means, for I know one who suffered and made satisfaction in my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, the son of God. Where he is, there I shall be also. And this is the quote where he says that we should speak aloud God's promises to us in Christ, telling the devil to back off. And that's in Luther's works, Table Talk 82. He says, when the devil can bring this about, it means that imagination has produced the effect. On this account, his thoughts ought to be changed. He ought to think about Christ. You Mm -hmm. should say to him, Christ lives. You have been baptized. God is not a God of sadness, death, etc., but the devil is. Christ is a God of joy. And so the scriptures often say that we should rejoice, be glad, etc. A Christian should and must be a cheerful person. If he isn't, the devil is tempting him. I have sometimes been grievously tempted while bathing in my garden. And then I have sung the hymn, let us now praise Christ. Otherwise I would have been lost then and there. Our Lord God wants 
to put an end to the devil's extreme arrogance. Luther says further that the devil loves to get us to question our salvation, that we should state to him that we are baptized and that the devil can't take him from us. And then there's other stuff like in the large catechism on the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer, lead us not into temptation, and also in the seventh petition of the Lord's Prayer, but deliver us from evil. You guys can go and read that stuff on your own. I don't need to throw all of the quotes in this episode, but there's a lot of really good stuff there about what we confess about what the devil actually can do to us and that we should pray when we are feeling that temptation Mm -hmm. and that God does promise to deliver us from Mm -hmm. temptation, right? Mm -hmm. So praying for strength in times of trouble, first line of defense, right? We've got the Lord's Prayer. We've got Luther's morning and evening prayer. Those are great places to start. There's a lot of scripture verses too that remind us of God's promises. Second Thessalonians 3 verse 3, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. We've got James 4 verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Romans 8, 31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Psalm 121, 7 and 8. I love Psalm 121. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. And 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So we have all these promises. God is going to be, God is with us, right? And so he will preserve us from evil. We can pray to him when we're feeling all of this terrible stuff and he will provide a way out. There are a lot of hymns <laughs> that have these themes in them. I kind of was thinking in like three buckets. We've got hymns where we pray that God would preserve us. That's a long list. We've got hymns that state that the devil doesn't have power over us. And we've got hymns that straight up tell the devil to get lost. It's a very small subject. And that's, it's so interesting. <laughs> it is a long, long list, which so strikes long. should strike us as a little bit strange in, in our culture today. Because when you talk about, you know, the devil and Satan and demons, if they really exist, there are going to be people who hear this and say, oh, that's a little old fashioned, isn't it? Mm. Normal people don't talk like that. We talk about evil in a generic way, not as something personal. And yet I think both throughout history and also even today outside of the Western world, it's very much more common to frankly acknowledge that evil has a personality yeah. and it is one that is filled with malice and definitely aiming to strip us away from God and away from salvation. And that's frankly terrifying. It's so ironic because as we record this in the middle of October, no, it's almost the end of October. Where is October gone? (laughs) As we record this, for for the better part of the last month, I've been walking around my neighborhood just fascinated by how many extremely grisly and macabre Halloween decorations are up all over the place. Right. And I complain about them to my kids and my kids say, well, mom, what's the big deal? It's all in good fun. And I'm like, sorry, skeletons and ghouls and, you know, obviously signs that evil spirits are, you know, that's not something we make fun of. It's not all in good fun. I mean, skeletons, of course, are simply, you know, the remains of dead people. But I I think... I like to treat them with a little bit more reverence than 
putting Hawaiian shirts on them and sticking them on your front porch. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just missing it. But in our culture, we take all of these things as being all in good fun. And yet if anyone ever talked about them as being actual, real spiritual realities, we get really uncomfortable. Hey, now, whoa, now. Yeah. That's a little extreme. And yet this is very much evident in scripture and very much a part of our confession yep. that this is a real force and more than a force personality. Yeah. And so I'm glad that in the centuries previous to this, our forebears in the faith have written us so many good hymns that we can pull out when it begins to strike us that all of our comfortable Western complacency about spiritual warfare is maybe just a facade. Yeah. So yes, glad that this is a long list because we need it. I have a lot of opinions about Western view of spiritual warfare and how a lot of people just like don't think that demons exist. That is a different episode. We are not mm. talking about, well, we are talking mm. about that. But we are, but we're going to talk about hymns because, you know, and here's the thing. The question isn't whether they do. Right. The question is, what is our response now? Exactly. Yeah. And here's the reason I don't talk about this more because whenever it starts to impinge on my consciousness, mm. I don't talk to the devil. I talk to Jesus. You know, I don't try to draw attention to the bad guy. I look to the good guy. And that means that I'm changing the subject a lot. Yeah. That's where I want to keep my attention. And yet there are times when you just can't completely ignore it. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to tell a story, but I'll tell a story that in (laughs) January of 2021, life was really, really hard for us. Our heat didn't work when it was zero degrees outside and both of us had COVID. It was that bad. There was just everything. And it was the middle of COVID. And, you know, life was just, it was especially bad for us. Like my therapist is like, you had a really, really hard time. And it's okay to feel that way about that time in your life. It was just over the top, everything terrible happening. And I remember it was like 6 or 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning when we were struggling to get out to go to church and we had no heat and it was like 50 degrees in our house and it was snowing and it was zero degrees outside. Mm -hmm. I bought a bracelet and a wall hanging and a pin for my purse that all say, not today, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Remind you. To remind me Uh that not today. (laughs) Yeah, You will not get me today. Mm -hmm. Did you go to church that day? Oh, I did. After I went to Menards and bought four space heaters and brought them back (laughs) and aired my tires up in zero degrees. (laughs) Let me tell you, <laughs> it was a rough time, but I wore the bracelet every day for a couple mm-hmm. of years. I finally took it off because I couldn't wear it weightlifting. But the poster is still on my dresser and the pin is still on my purse. And like that is another just physical reminder of like, yeah. you will you don't own me. <laughs> yeah. I'm baptized, man. You can go away. <laughs> Quite frankly, I can't go over the entire list of hymns in the hymnal because it's probably about two thirds, three quarters of the entire (laughs) hymnal that fall into one of these categories Uh of having something that relates to these different categories of praying that God would preserve us, stating the devil has no power over us, telling the devil to straight up get lost. It's There's a lot of stanzas in our hymnal, which I think is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I did put a poll in the lounge as I normally do, and it got out of control. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So normally, like, I post 10 to 15 Uh hymns and, you know, we see which one of those hymns gets the most votes. That's typically how it goes. That that is not how this one went. (laughs) I posted 
I don't even know how many I posted. Maybe it was about 13 or 14 ish. And then I was like, hey, guys, add the hymns that you sing when you feel especially tempted or life is especially hard. And we have over 60 of them now on that poll. Still growing. And it's probably still growing yeah, because I checked that like two days ago. But I think that proves the point that it's good for us to internalize these hymns, even if they don't specifically call the devil out. There's a lot of just really rich theology in Mm -hmm. our hymnody that reminds us who we are, reminds us that we're baptized, you know, all of those promises that we have in our hymnody. So normally I go through like the whole list of hymns. That is obviously not going to happen in this episode because that is way too many. We're going to do just a, a shorter version of that. This is a great exercise in using your hymnal as a devotional book mm-hmm. and reading the texts, even if you don't necessarily know the, the tunes, memorizing some of these, even just memorizing a few verses of some mm-hmm. of these hymns that have really specific language for when you need something in your brain to comfort you in some time. So I'm going to just run through the list first of the ones that speak about courage that we have, asking God to preserve us. So... Lutheran service book 421, Jesus grant that balm and healing may be a bit of a left field choice because this is a Lenten hymn and I did Mm. not expect this to have a stanza that would be really good. However, stanza two, should some lust or sharp temptation fascinate my sinful mind, draw me to your cross and passion and new courage I shall find. Or should Satan press me hard, let me then be on my guard saying Christ for me was wounded that the tempter flee confounded. Mm. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Lutheran service book 458. Christ Jesus lay in death strong bands. Probably the best Easter hymn in my humble opinion. It's (laughs) classic beat the devil down kind of hymn. Stanza five is especially good. Here our true Paschal lamb we see whom God so freely gave us. He died on the accursed tree so strong his love to save us. See his blood now marks our door. Faith points to it. Death passes o'er and Satan cannot harm us. Alleluia. Alleluia. It's a great one to yell. I'm so glad Uh, it's not Lent right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) A Lutheran service book. 467, Awake My Heart with Gladness, probably the second best Easter hymn, in my opinion. (laughs) It is a classic Gerhardt, so you know the whole text is good, right? And we get to laugh in the devil's face, which Mm. I think is appropriate. Stanza four, now hell, its prince, the devil, of all their power are shorn. Now I am safe from evil and sin I laugh to scorn. Grim death with all his might cannot my soul affright. It is a powerless form how air it rave and storm. Like, what a great reminder. Lutheran service book, 489, no, 498, 499, got my numbers mixed up. Also maybe a little out of left field, but this is Come Holy Ghost Creator Blessed. And it's a beautiful prayer. The whole thing is a beautiful prayer, but I'm not putting whole hymns in this podcast. There's too many hymns. So the entire hymn is beautiful and it's not that long. Fairly easy to like memorize over time if you really want to. And it's like a beautiful chant tune. But stanza five, drive far away our wily foe and your abiding peace bestow. With you as our protecting guide, no evil can with us abide, which is just lovely. LSB 505, triune God be thou our stay. So this is another full prayer. And this is one that's like single stanza if you want it to be a single stanza. So this would be a great one to memorize. But this this line from the single stanza hymn is great. Let us put God's armor on with all true Christians running our heavenly race and shunning the devil's wiles and cunning. Mm-hmm. It's a great nice one. rhymes. I know, mm-hmm. right? So I highly recommend just memorizing that whole one. It's one stanza. 
Lutheran Service Book 521, Christ the Lord of Hosts Unshaken. This is the hymn for St. Michael and all angels. If you want to sing about the story of the devil's defeat, you can sing this entire hymn. It's not public domain, so I don't have any text in my hymnal, but you can absolutely find it online and listen to it. It is so good. And I have to... (laughs) I have to mention my conversation with Lisa Clark in the Facebook group about this hymn because, okay, so I asked people to like write the hymns that they want. So Lisa says, five, two, one. And I said, that's like St. Michael's walk-up song. (laughs) And Lisa says, it's a literal go to hell Satan hymn. And I said, right. That is basically the tagline for this episode. Mm. And Lisa says, I am here for it. Also, I'm humming Fortunatus New and picturing Michael with a bat. So... Sorry, not sorry for St. Michael's Sunday next year when you're picturing St. Michael walking <laughs> up to the plate. <laughs> but no, really, that is like, that is the best hymn. It's so good. So, so good. All right. Lutheran Service Book 574. Before the throne of God. I feel like this is one of the hidden gems in our hymnal. It is a gorgeous hymn. The text is a really simple prayer. The tune is beautiful. And apparently there's more than one tune that I don't know about, but there's other tunes that people sing this too. The text is just, is really beautiful. And I don't think we sing it all that often or as often as we should, but absolutely highly recommend 10 out of 10 stars. Hmm. Stanza three, when Satan tempts me to despair and tells me of the guilt within, upward I look and see him there who made an end of all my sin. Hmm. It's so good. I think stanza two, it is, it talks about like my name is graven on his hands. Like the imagery is just... Amazing in that hymn. Highly recommend. LSB 663, Rise My Soul to Watch and Pray. This one makes a lot of sense. The title of it Mm -hmm. gives it away. So Mm -hmm. this whole hymn is a prayer to keep yourself watchful. Yes, against the devil, lest you fall into the devil's traps. So Mm -hmm. I can't really highlight just one verse. The whole thing is really good. (laughs) It's just a nice devotional prayer for you. The obvious one, LSB 656, 657. A mighty fortress is our God. Duh. Everyone yes. like probably already has this one memorized anyway, right? <laughs> so like that can be a go-to him for you. But especially, of course, stanza three. Mm-hmm. So devils yes. all the world should fill, all eager to devour us. We tremble not. We fear no ill. They shall not overpower us. This world's prince may still scowl fear says he will. He can harm us none. He's judged. The deed is done. One little word can fell him. There you go. Perfect hymn to sing out loud. Mm-hmm. And then the irony of this one is beautiful. Lutheran Service Book 666. Mm-hmm. I love whoever. I don't think make this that one. Is, that's not by accident. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not by accident. Oh, little flock, fear not the foe is 666. The best line in this hymn is describing the might of the devil and his minions. Mm. Their might, a joke, a mere facade. Yes. It's the best line. It is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And caveat, I think when we get to spooky season and Halloween, like that's the attitude that a lot of people have, or like maybe one of the quote appropriate attitudes that we have as Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, all of this stuff we believe exists, but we're also making fun of it because it doesn't mm-hmm. actually do anything to us mm-hmm. because it can't hurt us. Don't argue with me on Halloween, guys. This is not a Halloween episode. <laughs> no, we did that one. Go We've listen to that, that already. Yeah. <laughs> Lutheran Service Book 716, I Walk in Danger All the Way. Another pretty obvious one, according to the title, right? The whole hymn is a beautiful prayer that confesses that even though we are attacked on all sides, God will protect us. So that's another Mm -hmm. one that highly recommend the whole thing as a devotional prayer. 
Rachel, you'll love this one. Mm-hmm. Seven twenty-five children of the heavenly Father. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, a favorite among our ladies. It's a very sweet prayer, and it does talk quite a bit about God protecting us mm-hmm. in in His bosom, protecting us from all evil. So, and that that's a really good like lullaby hymn. Mm-hmm. That's a great one to teach your kiddos. So, yeah, and not on your list, but sort of along the same lines is "I am Jesus' little lamb." Yes, it's just a simple, easily memorized, comforting song that also you know is just a bold reminder of where our confidence is and how much we can rely on the source of that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That one did end up on the list from other people that Mm. mentioned it. So yes, absolutely. I guess the list got longer after I saw it last because I didn't (laughs) see it there and never. Now it's hard. Thank you. Whoever put that on the list. Lutheran Service Book 731, Oh God, Forsake Me Not, another great prayer. We're in the 700s. If you notice, I'm going in numerical Mm. order. The 700s (laughs) are a really great section on trust. So nearly all of these are going to be appropriate. And I realized I haven't done a whole podcast on the trust section of the hymnal. And there's some Mm. really good ones in here. So that's part of the reason I'm not talking a lot about these 700 hymns because I put it on the schedule for next year to actually <laughs> podcast because they're they're all just really good. So you'll see seven several of them in this podcast, but I'm not really going too in depth on purpose because that's TBD later next year. But anyway, point out stanza three in Oh God Forsake Me Not. Oh God forsake me not, Lord hear my supplication. In every evil hour help me resist temptation. And when the prince of hell, my conscience seeks to blot, be then not far from me. Oh God, forsake me not. There you go. Straight up, plain and simple. Prayer to God. Mm-hmm. Lutheran service book, 750. If thou but trust in God to guide thee. It is so good. This is a brilliant hymn. Brilliant hymn. Of course, it's from the 30 Years War. So it makes my list of favorite hymns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's quite transparent about how absolutely horrific life can be, which is also an appropriate feature of a hymn out of the Thirty Years' War. Mm-hmm. But it also has the flip side of that coin of hymns out of the Thirty Years' War that like life is absolutely terrible. However, look at all the ways that God is faithful to us mm-hmm. and he never leaves us. Mm-hmm. Just part of the reason why that era of hymnody is just beautiful. So read the whole thing because the whole thing is good. But stanza one, If thou but trust in God to guide thee and hope in him through all thy ways, he'll give thee strength, whatever betide thee, and bear thee through the evil days. Who trusts in God's unchanging love builds on the rock that naught can move. Mm. And then it just gets better. So (laughs) go read that one. 766, Our Father Who From Heaven Above. So this is Luther's catechetical hymn. Another one in the, oh yeah, that's obvious column Mm. of like, You can speak the Lord's Prayer. You can chant the Lord's Prayer the way that we have it in Lutheran Service Book 957. Very common chanted version of the Lord's Prayer. I love that one. It's part of our bedtime prayers with my nieces and nephews. So I get to sing that one with them. It's amazing. So you can do it that way. Or if you prefer a more metrical, poetic version of the Lord's Prayer, you've got 766. And so you can sing it that way as well. So those are the ones that I thought of. I actually went through the concordance and looked at all of the words and where they all showed up in like hundreds of hymns and picked these. So this is a list that I started with on the poll. These are the ones that I would go to. Uh-huh. But then there's obviously like 50 some more that other people chose. So 
I won't give you the whole rundown because that's far too long of a list. We'll share the link in the show notes. There were some people in the in the comments on that post that were like, oh, I'm saving this list because it's such a good list. So yes. if you want all of the names of all of these hymns, which is not a bad list to keep, we'll share the link in the show notes to the poll so you can go and read through the list and pick out the ones that you want to keep in the back of your head for your own devotional life mm -hmm. slash days when you really need a hymn. So mm -hmm. some of the ones that were like, I think the highlights of the ones that people shared, Entrust Your Days and Burdens, which is beautiful. Highly recommend it. I think that was Cheryl Magnus that put mm -hmm. that one in there. Spectacular. Grant peace, we pray in mercy, Lord. That's a beautiful one stanza hymn. Mm -hmm. So that one would be very easy to memorize and sing. It's a Mendelssohn tune. So the tune is even like really beautiful and easy to sing. Uh, be still my soul. Yeah. Yes. Just yes. yes. <laughs> Lord, thee I love with all my heart. Mm -hmm. That's appropriate for any time. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us already have most of that one memorized too. So absolutely pull that one out of your brain. Christ be my leader. That's a great one. That's my wedding hymn. But that yes. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I walked down the aisle to stanza three. It was wonderful. Jesus loves me and mm -hmm. I am Jesus little lamb. So both mm -hmm. of those mm -hmm. fabulous for kids and adults alike, because we all typically know those. What God ordains is always good. That is mm, straight up yeah. brilliant. I love that one too. And that's another one that's like, Look how terrible life is, but right. also yeah. God is faithful. Great hymn right. for that, those situations. Lord, keep us steadfast in thy word. Also a great one. Also a great one to teach kiddos to memorize. Built on the rock, the church shall stand. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. What is the world to me? Yes. Water, blood, and spirit crying. That's mm -hmm. just a great hymn anyway. So highly recommend. Precious Lord, take my hand. That's oh, a nice. Oh, yep. I sing that yeah. one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great choice. Jesus Savior Pilot Me, mm. also a fantastic choice. Also in the 700s, so that one might show up in another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and like a bazillion more. So the list is really long. And I think that's really encouraging because some like we have different tastes in hymnody and, and the, the texts that speak more to us than others. Like they're all great, but you're probably going to end up with a, a subset of like the four or five that you really have yeah. in your brain. And, and we yeah. can't access. memorize all of them. No. Yeah. Like we we're want to. <laughs> we may want but to. We can't. So we can. priorities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the ones that like, in this case, nostalgia is okay. Like if there's one that your mom and dad sang to you and it, it speaks especially to you and like that's what really reminds you that you're bad, like mm -hmm. go for it. That yeah. is totally yeah. fine. Like you, can, you really can't go wrong with yeah. any of these. And now we've come to the cream of the crop. These oh, oh, we haven't got the cream of the crop yet. Not yet. yet. Well, oh, I well, maybe okay. I shouldn't say cream of the crop. Okay. These are the two hymns that actually inspired this episode. So okay. all of those are like the, the more generic, like we're talking about God preserving us. We're talking about okay. Satan not having power over us. These are the two where I actually like Satan, death and devil, you don't have power over me. These okay. are the two hymns that we actually have that language in them. We've got two that we actually speak out loud. And there's a third one that I'm calling an honorable mention because there's like a line in it <laughs> where okay. we sing, Satan, you wicked one now own your master. So the whole thing is talking about Jesus is our redeemer. Okay. So that is Lutheran service book 533. Jesus has come and brings pleasure eternal. Honorable mention, Satan, you wicked one own now your master. Jesus that has That is a great line. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's so, the honorable mention. And then we the have like- okay. To grand prize or a runner up? Yeah. Is there a second and place I, and a first place or are um, they tied? I don't know that I can categorize that because I have mm, my personal opinion, yeah. but 
subjectively, it might be different. <laughs> so first, I shouldn't even say first. The first one I'll tell you, 594, God's own child, I gladly say it. This one did win the poll, which is not surprising at all. Not surprising at all. No. And it's Flame's favorite hymn, as we found out when it we spoke Flame's to him recently. Hymn. There you go. <laughs> so this one, I talk about the full like history and text and everything in the baptism birthday party planning committee episode. So I'm uh -huh. not really going to share any more yeah. about this yeah. than I already did. But this one probably should win first prize if we're going, not subjectively, objectively, Okay. If we're going objectively, this one should probably win first prize because three out of the five stanzas specifically address sin, death, and the devil. And mm. so... Yes, that's true. Yeah. Stanza two, sin disturbed my soul no longer. I am baptized into Christ. I have comfort even stronger. Jesus cleansing sacrifice. Should a guilty conscience seize me since my baptism did release me in a dear forgiving flood, sprinkling me with Jesus' blood. Satan, hear this proclamation. This is actually one that I yell out loud. So there you go. <laughs> Satan, hear this proclamation. I am baptized baptized into Christ. Drop your ugly accusation. I am not so soon enticed. Now that to the font I've traveled, all your might has come unraveled and against your tyranny, God, my Lord, unites with me. And stanza four, death, you cannot end my gladness. I am baptized into Christ. When I die, I leave all sadness to inherit paradise. Though I lie in dust and ashes, faith's assurance brightly flashes. Baptism has the strength divine to make life immortal mine. So this is a fabulous hymn to commit to memory. Mm. It's five stanzas, but it's it follows a nice rhythm and pattern. Like a lot of the kids yeah. in my church have it memorized because we sing it so much. So this is, even if you just like memorize a couple of stanzas, mm -hmm. it is fantastic. And then the last one, which would be my number one. Ooh. And I'm going to put this out here in public on a podcast. Guys, I think this is my favorite hymn. <gasps> <gasps> what? What just happened? I've told a couple of people, but I'm pretty sure this is my favorite hymn. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. This I is, never thought I'd live to see the... Well, see, you know, the older I get, the more I just kind of go back to certain hymns. Mm -hmm. And that is what qualifies this as my favorite. Like if <laughs> I need a hymn to comfort my brain yeah, or like something that I just need to sing, this is the one that comes up every okay. time, like basically without fail. So Lutheran Service Book 743, Jesus Priceless Treasure. Oh. Top of the list oh. in my probably list of 50 it favorites. It's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful one. Partially because I've sung it in German and the text is actually better in German. Oh. <laughs> so there's that. It's beautiful and vibrant in English also, though. There's just a lot of really great imagery that happens in this hymn. It is my go-to when I'm scared or overwhelmed or anxious. I need something to just drown out all of the stuff swirling in my head. Like I will just blast this one off of YouTube mm. really loudly and it mm -hmm. like on repeat and it generally helps. <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> I like the time that we were super close to tornadoes driving yes. on uh, Highway 55 in Southern Illinois. And oh, I, I was remember like, that time. I, I was there, but time. full out panic attacking. You and were messaging while you were yes. like, yes, you were writing. Luther was driving and you're like, we got the play by play. It was lightning. It's tornadoes. It was terrifying. There were literal <laughs> tornadoes like a few miles north of us. It was, it was. You like, were not okay that day. No, no, no. They weren't coming at us. Like we were okay as long as they kept tracking the way that they were tracking. But, but you were, you were hard pressed. I you was, were, you were under attack. I was panic, yeah. full out panic attacking. It was terrible. So we turned on YouTube and we put this hymn uh -huh. on, blasted it on repeat for probably about 10 minutes until like the storm passed and we could move on and, but like, it's my favorite hymn. <laughs> That's why. Yes. It's so good. This is the only one I'm going to give you the full text because 
<laughs> because it's my favorite and I can do that. Jesus, priceless treasure, fount of purest pleasure, truest friend to me. Ah, how long in anguish shall my spirit languish, yearning, Lord, for thee. Thou art mine, O Lamb divine. I will suffer not to hide thee, not I ask beside thee. That text is especially awesome in German. Mm. Mm. In thine arms I rest me. Foes who would molest me cannot reach me here. Though the earth be shaking, every heart be quaking, Jesus calms my fear. Lightnings flash and thunders crash. (laughs) (laughs) Yet though sin and hell assail me, Jesus will not fail me. And this is the stanza where you talk back to the devil. Mm -hmm. Satan, I defy thee. Death, I now decry thee. Fear, I bid thee cease. World, thou shalt not harm me, nor thy threats alarm me while I sing of peace. God's great power guards every hour. Earth and all its depths adore him. Silent bow before him. Hence all earthly treasure. Jesus is my pleasure. Jesus is my choice. Hence all empty glory, not to me the story told with tempting voice. Pain or loss or shame or cross shall not from my Savior move me since he deigns to love me. Evil world, I leave thee. Thou canst not deceive me. Thine appeal is vain. Sin that once did blind me, get thee far behind me. Come not forth again. Past thy hour, O pride and power. Sinful life, thy bonds I sever. Leave thee now forever. Hence all fear and sadness for the Lord of gladness, Jesus enters in. Those who love the Father, though the storms may gather, still have peace within. Yea, whate'er I here must bear, thou art still my purest pleasure, Jesus' priceless treasure. As you were reading that, it felt like, you know that feeling when you burn something badly in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and the whole room is just filled with smoke Mm -hmm. and it's just awful. Mm -hmm. And then you open a window (laughs) and it's a cold day and the wind just right in Uh Mm -hmm. and like wakes you up and clears your head and starts clearing out the the fog yeah. and the smoke. And that's what that hymn does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so good. It is. This is one where I love both. I do love the words. I often get distracted by the melody because I love the melody as well <gasps> and the harmonies. And uh-huh. so this is one that really does benefit periodically reading it instead of singing it mm-hmm. to like for me to sort of reset the 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 actual meaning the point of singing it is not the melody that's that's the the medium it helps it stick but sometimes i get caught up on the melodies and harmonies and i lose some of the impact of the words and they are they're amazing lyrics yes and this one i will tell you a little bit of the backstory because it's actually kind of funny (laughs) all right (laughs) this hymn has has surprised me in multiple ways so Mm. first of all this hymn was written by Johann Frank, who lived 1618 to 1677 during the Thirty Years' yeah, War. Surprise! You yeah, you did. <laughs> One of the most traumatic events the world has ever known. And all of Sarah's favorite hymns come out of that time. It's Sarah, true. going through terrible times right now, like just awful, awful trauma. Try writing a hymn. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll be in a hymnal 500 years from now, giving people a lot of comfort. It's true. It was a terrible time. But boy, do we have great hymnody from those hymn writers. Mm. I talked about Johann Frank in the Communion Hymns Early Church Through Enlightenment episode. And that was surprise number one when I discovered that Frank also wrote my favorite communion hymn oh. and this hymn. So that's Solador. No, 
<laughs> Too many hymn names. Mm. It is soul adorn thyself with gladness. 636. Okay, I was right. Soul adorn yourself with gladness. Sorry. Too many hymn you names. Doubted yourself. I did doubt myself. I was right. So he wrote Soul Adorn Yourself with Gladness. And so I was reading through the description for Frank there. And then they name dropped this hymn. And I like my mind blew up because I didn't realize that he wrote both of these hymns. It makes a lot of sense because I love both of them quite mm-hmm. a bit. Frank is named as the second most important to Gerhardt among 17th century German hymn writers, according to the Hymnal Companion. Like that is some high wow. praise and very good company. He's also super notable because he's not a pastor or the son of a pastor or a church worker in any regard, Hmm. which a lot of hymn writers tend to be somewhat tangentially related to the church. He was not a church worker. He was a lawyer. He was a layperson, a lawyer and a politician in Gubin, which is about 80 miles southeast of Berlin. His father, Johann, was also an attorney and town counselor in Gubin, but he died when little Johann was just a toddler. So little Johann was adopted by his uncle, who was the town judge, big like politician family. And he provided for Johann's education. So he went to the law school at the University of Königsberg, which was the only German university not affected by the Thirty Years' War. And it was there that he developed this love for poetry. And obviously he's super good at it. And he had really great theological training with the likes of Johann Kruger, who wrote the hymn for this tune, who wrote the tune for this hymn. And wrote just beautiful Lutheran hymnody. And guess who it was translated by? I'll give you three. Catherine (laughs) Winkworth. Yes, Catherine Winkworth. So that explains a little bit why the English is beautiful, but also not super duper accurate all the time to the Mm. German, because that's just kind of how she rolls, which is okay. Yeah, she makes sure that the meaning comes through, but also makes it gorgeous poetry. Like usually you have to choose one or the other. Right. Either a very faithful translation or a beautiful translation. And she usually goes for beautiful. She does. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not changing the meaning, which she usually doesn't. Yeah. I think is probably the better way to go. Yeah. I would say to find a just a literal translation of this hymn and read through that text, too, because mm-hmm. the German really is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just has slightly different nuances and stuff that mm-hmm. I mean, they're both great texts, but. I really do love the German too. So the story behind this text is that near the end of the Thirty Years' War, Gubin was invaded by Swedish and Saxon troops and the town suffered greatly. And so Frank wrote this hymn expressing that God is faithful to broken humanity even through suffering and terrible things. Makes sense, right? So mm-hmm. it was first published in Johann Kruger's Praxis Pietatis Melica in 1653. And this is the funny part. It is based on a secular love song by Christoph Kaldenbach. The Wait, the words of the the melody. Yes. What? <laughs> okay, it's keep a parody on. song. It is. It is. Oh, Jesus, okay. priceless treasure. Yes, source of every. Wow, found okay. treasure. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. on, I'll save it for I a moment. The original song, love song, is. Flora meine Freude, meine Seelen weide, or Flora, my joy, my soul's pasture. Frank keeps the poetic meter and the same first two lines, just changing Flora to Jesus. Huh. So it's Jesus, my joy, my heart's pasture. Okay, all, all the people out there who have complained about Jesus and my boyfriend songs. I know! I this is one yeah. in the middle of the hymnal, and it's... Beautiful. I know. I thought about that. I was like, this is a total Jesus is my boyfriend. 
pleasure <laughs> it's so funny i just it, mm, it's hilarious now to be fair there are a few other similarities in the rest of the text but most of it is frank so like he did change the rest of it because it's about like jesus you know but okay. i'm just so amused yeah. <laughs> that the first yeah. line is basically stolen from a love song <laughs> it's just right hilarious <laughs> oh my goodness. so this hymn became super popular among lutherans in a hurry it was translated into Estonian in 1667. Well, yeah, it became popular in a hurry. It was a pop song. Exactly. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And Russian in 1724 when Peter the Great had it translated. So like this mm. was this went viral, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The first translation was by J.C. Jacobi titled Jesus Jesus, Jesus. I never know how to say that in English. G J E S U. It depends on where you are. Jesus, Jesus. In English, Jesus. too. I don't know. Yeah. Source of gladness in Salmodia Germanica in 1722, and it was in the first English language Moravian hymnal in 1754 in a slightly altered form. Mm -hmm. And then Catherine Winkworth's is, of course, the most famous English translation because it's Catherine Winkworth, and it appeared first in the Chorale Book for England in 1863. And as is typical for Catherine Winkworth, her poetic translations tend to be more romantic than German. Mm. And so the first I think just about anybody is more romantic than German. I don't know. Flora <laughs> my Freud. I know. That's but true. She... Flora may disagree. <laughs> The first line of this hymn is a really good example, though. So, Jesus, my joy, my heart's pasture, which is the actual German translation, mm. becomes Jesus, priceless treasure, source of purest pleasure, which the hymnal companion is just amazing. It says this is, quote, quite a bit more sensual than the German. So, LOL, Catherine. It's funny. <laughs> And there you have it. That is the story of my favorite hymn. Apparently, my favorite hymn is a Jesus is my boyfriend hymn. So I don't know. <laughs> but it's just so good. <laughs> oh, it does not change my mind. It's still my favorite. So yeah. through all of this, guys, I'm curious for the two of you, does one stick out to you? Do you have like several you like? Is there one that I didn't even talk about that you guys that's kind of in this category of when I feel super attacked by the devil, the world, and my sinful nature, I tend to sing this hymn. It, do you have one? Well, I'll tell you, I don't necessarily have a single hymn. I will say that I do often find comfort and encouragement in singing mm -hmm. hymns if I'm feeling that way. And it's not necessarily that I'm looking for a particular one, but just the act of singing hymns, like it shifts my mind mm. from the the thing that's troubling me and mm -hmm. focuses it in a good way. So yeah, I am Jesus little lamb, which doesn't mm. really, it's definitely not a, it's definitely not a shouting at the devil. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that's okay. But it's reframing mm. the situation and my relationship mm -hmm. to it, which yeah. I find to be very 
helpful when I'm very troubled. I have used, so it's not, again, not a, not a devil one, but I have used <laughs> thy strong word. Oh, good choice. <laughs> yeah. When I found myself accidentally, I timed, I timed the return of the bicycle that I had rented in Costa Rica poorly. And so I found myself <laughs> walking down a country road in utter darkness, <gasps> just sort of feeling my way with my feet to stay on the road. And I was very disconcerted. Yeah. <laughs> Distressed. And I was like, I am going to sing a song and then the animals that are hunting me will know that oh, I am... No. A human, I don't know, there, there probably weren't animals hunting me. There were eyes, though. There were definite eyes. <laughs> anyway, it was, so I I did that one, again, as a source of comfort and to, like, take heart in yeah. the situation because that's sort of one of those that, that yeah. gives you heart. Yeah. Singing. And then just now, as we were, as you were talking and flipping through, one that did come to mind that I don't think you touched on, but I would be shocked if it isn't in the poll is when peace like a river. Mm-hmm. Oh. There is a there is a verse as I was looking at it that that does though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. And then you get like the the very solid end, which is especially satisfying to sing with a group with the sort of call and response. It's mm-hmm. well, it's well, it's yeah. well. My soul. Um, that is a good so, one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have so many. I already mentioned <laughs> I do. I do sing "Precious Lord, Take My Hand" a lot, mm-hmm. and I won't say I won't say a whole stanza because of copyright. But just the acknowledgement that I'm tired, weak, and worn. Yeah, that is yeah. something I just need to get out at full voice. I've had enough. I can't take anymore. Yeah, but I also, and I'm sure I've mentioned both of these in previous hymn podcasts because they're just favorites of mine. But I love on my heart and print your image. Oh, oh yes. yeah, Absolutely. one verse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But just that defiant third line. Let the clear inscription be yes. Jesus crucified for me. Yep. Like, sometimes yeah. that's just what I yeah. need. That's reminder. Christ yep. crucified in yes. hymnic form. Yes. yes. And then, of course, I know I've mentioned this at Easter, but this joyful Easter tide. Oh, I love yeah. this mm-hmm. hymn so much. Mm-hmm. You were mentioning early on how the resurrection was such a defeat. Yeah. And so this hymn, which so joyfully reminds in clear detail of that reality, yep. had Christ, no, sorry. No, yes. Had yeah. Christ who yeah. once was slain not burst his three-day prison, our faith had been in vain. I mean, that's what yep. the attack is. Your faith yeah. is in vain. Yep. But now is Christ arisen, arisen, arisen. Now is Christ arisen. Full voice, like, here you go. This is the reality in which we live. And nothing they can throw at me is going to change that. Yep. Defiance. Yeah. So, yeah, there's so many more, though. Not all of them are in LSB. That's fair. And a lot of the ones on the poll ended up being, like, popular songs or, like, choral pieces. So Mm -hmm. a lot of it is just, like... What you know, too. Yeah. But so, the principle still stands. I'm reminded of, you know, that song, I Whistle a Happy Tune from The King and I, <laughs> Rogers and Hammerstein musical, but where she basically says, I have a go-to method 
when I'm feeling terrified, it involves music. Yeah. And yep. at first, it's going to sound really fetal. But if you could just start singing three words and your voice is cracking and it's barely a whisper. And then as you go on through the hymn, your voice gets stronger and stronger until it is just blasting out, reverberating. Yeah. You know, the truth of who you are in Christ yeah. and what that means for your situation. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I love I love this clarion call to action. Get yourself some hymns <laughs> so that when things get bad and you feel yes. under attack, you can sing. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, now I want to go sing all the hymns. <laughs> so I will also, so I have to shout out CPH books because I didn't at the beginning, of course, the hymnal companion. I didn't reference it a lot in this episode, but I did pull some stuff from there. So if you don't have one of those yet, Christmas is coming, put it on your list. And I bought one of those tiny baby little hymnals this summer at Higher Things. It's that's not the name of it. It's the pocket hymnal. <laughs> Those are cool. They're so cool. So now, and I didn't, I didn't really think about this when I bought it because I was like, it's a tiny hymnal. Of course, I need to buy it Uh as my souvenir. Adorable. So Uh cute. So it's text only, and it's tiny. So Uh hopefully, you can read it. But I have found so many benefits to this that I didn't realize. First of all, it lives in my purse which is mm. super cool. So like, uh-huh. I always have a hymnal with me now. Yep. It's, it is smaller than my phone, actually. <laughs> it's just so small. Sarah, so, some people conceal carry guns. Sarah's weapon of choice, she conceal carries yeah. a hymnal. I do. Yes. I mean, it literally can fit in a, in a guy's pocket. I don't know if it'll fit in a woman's pocket. It'll fit in a guy's pocket. <laughs> is it bigger than a credit card? Yes. So, then it will not. It's <laughs> in my purse. On yes. Purpose. Yes. Uh, but also, that has given me the opportunity. Like, that's the hymnal I carry when I go up to communion. So I'm not carrying the big book. I'm carrying my small little one. Right. Also, now I have I can have my own record of hymns that I've memorized because a perk of growing up and getting older is that you actually start to memorize a lot of mm-hmm. hymns. And I did not realize that would happen. So now I'm marking the ones that I have memorized in that hymnal. Mm. And because there's no music. If I'm singing out of that hymnal, like Aaron, you said, it's a whole different experience. Even right. hymns that I've sung for a long time and I yeah. know them really well, I'm singing them with only the text. And I'm like, I'm learning stuff about these hymns and reading the text in a whole different way. Yeah. So it's an, I didn't know this hymn said that moment. Yeah, right. yeah because punctuation makes a huge difference. And, yes. and a lot of times punctuation and metrical lines just don't line up the way the poetry goes. But uh-huh. in this little hymnal, a stanza is just a paragraph. Like there are no line breaks. So you're reading the text in a totally different way. So yeah. it's like 35 bucks. So it's not super cheap, not $200 that the, that the hymnal companion is. But if you're able to afford it and like that's something that you want, highly recommend getting one of those yeah. as just a little devotional book. It has been way more beneficial than I, I kind of huh. flippantly bought it because I wanted it. But now I'm like, this is amazing. I'm so glad I bought this. If we remember, we can drop the link for that in the show notes too. This is not an advertisement, uh, but yeah. those are just personal hymn- hymnological things that I've found really helpful. So it is an advertisement. It's just not a paid advertisement. Well, there you go. Not a paid advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we have the poll. We'll put the poll in the show notes for the episode if you guys want to 
read the hymns. If you want to uh, add some more to it, that's totally fine. It is such mm-hmm. a long list already. Feel free to add more to that as well. So I would love to know more of your thoughts in our Facebook group, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Also on our Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. You can snap pictures of your favorite hymns and send them our way if you want to do that too. You can send us an email, sign up for our e-newsletter, Lutheran Ladies at KFUO.org. You can find all of our podcasts at KFUO.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on your favorite podcasting app or on the KFUO radio app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. Jesus, priceless treasure, font of purest pleasure, truest friend to me. Ah, how long in anguish shall my spirit languish, yearning, Lord, for thee? Thou art my Since he deigns to love me.
blind me, get thee far behind me, come not forth again, past thy hour all pride and power, sinful life thy bonds I sever, leave thee now Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies' Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org slash give.